0: Welcome to 52 Weeks of Hope. This is where you get to hear how to feel happy, balanced and worthwhile. How to make that lonely ache vanish and feel empowered, confident and secure. I'm Lauren Abrams and I get to help you feel that magic again since going through my own dark night of the soul by chatting with incredible leaders, healers and change agents who give us their messages of hope after overcoming challenges of their own. And today we're gonna talk about that negative self-talk in your head and how to get rid of it. Don't you wish you were kinder to yourself? Treated yourself like you would treat one of your friends or even your pet? Not go off on some tangent in your head that just repeats again and again and again? Right now, you get to learn the secrets to self-confidence, self-compassion, and how to get rid of that annoying negativity. It's easy, and you can do these tricks right now. I'm Lauren Abrams. Let's get started. The first thing I'm going to tell you, and I don't know if you'll like it or not, but Getting off of social media, just taking even a week off is a really great place to start. It's not real things going on over there, you know it. I mean, you post all the happy things that are going on. Although I did post, my father just passed away. It brought up all kinds of things because, you know, family. <laughs> Besides the sadness, I didn't post, oh, this family member is doing this and it brought up these core issues for me. But I, all of a sudden, all that stuff, like I'm a mistake. Nobody's going to like me. I really don't fit in anywhere, even with my own family. All that stuff gets brought up and we have to feel our feelings. Like you can't not feel your feelings. Otherwise, it's going to come out in trauma someplace else. It's just like you have to feel it. And what's really interesting is if you close your eyes when you're feeling a feeling that you don't want to feel and to distract yourself, to turn to social media or food or, you know, whatever it is that's your thing to turn to having a drink, whatever it is. Instead, if you just close your eyes and feel where in your body you're feeling you're feeling, it's really interesting. You could put your hand on your heart, but just close your eyes. It's only, this it doesn't even take a full minute. Feel where in your body you're feeling that feeling and the feeling will move. I tend to feel it in my gut, but sometimes it'll be in your throat or your chest, it just wherever, but then it'll move and you can feel it actually move through your body. And then it'll leave. Then you're creating new pathways, and that negative self-talk for that particular thing will leave. It's really, it's great. It's an incredible tool. Once you start doing it, you'll be like, wow, it's just very, very cool. Another thing, when you start judging and if you spot it, you got it. I don't know if you've ever heard that before, but when you point your finger, you can see there's three fingers pointing back. Just point your finger right now. You see there's three fingers pointing back They say that if you spot it, you got it. So if you see something in somebody else, know that you probably have that same character trait or something that you don't like. You're like, oh, my God, they're so judgy. Well, you're probably judging that, too. So sorry to say that you may have that same characteristic. So when you think, oh, my God, what are they going to think about me? And all that negative self-talk is going on. They won't like me or this and that. Don't worry about it. They're probably not thinking about you. They're probably thinking about themselves anyway. So all those voices in your head, just try to let those go because people aren't giving you the kind of thought that you're giving you. They're not thinking about you like you think they are. Most people are just thinking about themselves in their life. They're not spending their time thinking about you. I've never thought of a nice way to say that. I think it comes across probably really harsh and I don't mean it to be. I would get all consumed. What do they think? Or Like when I started the podcast, what are people going to think about me starting a podcast? Nobody's thinking about me. (laughs) Nobody has been like, who are you to start a podcast? And now I don't even, I just put it out there. It's just people of a certain age that didn't grow up putting themselves all over video, TikToks, reels, Instagram and all that be like, I'm not putting myself on there. My daughter's always videotaping. And we're like, what are you doing? Don't put us on there. But to her generation, it's just what they do. But nobody's paying attention anyway. Nobody's giving it any thought. So the definition for humility that I was given is humility isn't thinking less of yourself. It's thinking about yourself less. I always like that. And doing affirmations, looking in your eyes in the mirror, not at your hair. How does this look? Or I have a wrinkle here. None of that. But looking in the mirror and saying out loud, I am great. I love you. I am healthy. I'm so grateful and thankful that I'm so healthy. I'm so grateful and thankful that the universe has my back. Any affirmation that feels right for you, not something that doesn't resonate, but an affirmation that resonates for you. I'm being the best me today I can possibly be. I feel joy in this moment. My body doesn't define me and I'm grateful for this body. Whatever kind of affirmation works for you. So spending less time on social media will definitely help with that negative self-talk and giving yourself compassion. Affirmations is the second thing. And thinking instead of thinking less of yourself, thinking of yourself less. So those were three things I think I kind of combined. So number one was less time on social media. Number two, affirmations that feel right for you, that resonate for you. And number three is instead of thinking less of yourself, think about yourself less. And doing some grounding, Go and put your feet in the earth. There's, I don't know the scientific principle for this. Maybe Native Americans could probably explain it better than I ever could, but there's something about grounding, putting your feet actually in the earth outside that does wonders. Also, just putting a smile on your face right now, just put a smile on your face. That will release endorphins, both those things. Getting outside, grounding, and putting a smile on your face will release endorphins, even if you don't feel it just that. But when you do grounding, you realize the earth and the world are so much larger than you. And that can stop you from that spiraling down into the, oh my gosh, I'll probably mention these because for me, it's, I don't fit in. I don't know why I'm here. And then it'll be the fear that nobody's going to like me. And who do I think I am anyway? And all of those kinds of things. And then when you do these kinds of tools, you'll find that you can give yourself compassion and patience and kindness. And you can have your heart open and be there to receive the good that's there. Because whatever you focus on grows. And I heard that whatever you're practicing the most of, that's your go-to. And you're going to start going to the, oh, I'm doing the best I can. Oh, I'm doing great. Look at me. I'm doing this. So when you're focusing on the good, more often than that negative I suck and all of that. And when you do the I suck, give yourself an equal weighted positive compliment. I am doing the best I can. I do the best I can each day instead of I'm stupid. I'm doing the best I can. I'm human. I made a mistake. I got a phone call from someone beating herself up about how she did X, Y and Z. I said, oh, so you made a mistake. Like that's all it was. And that whole perfectionist thing. I mean, I love the episode one of the earlier episodes where the coin of perfectionism is uh, procrastination because people are so afraid of making a mistake. They don't even want to start. I still play with that one in my mind. I'm not sure if that's true, but everyone makes mistakes. Okay. That's part of being human. So what? Keep going and just give yourself the same compassion that how you would talk to your friend. You would tell your friend, that's okay keep going. Everyone makes mistakes. Think of how you would talk to your friend. I could hear my friend in my head. Tell me how great I am. And so think of how you would talk to a friend. And if your friends don't talk to you that way, you need new friends. If you need an episode on that, I can tell you exactly how to go and get some new friends because I've been learning that myself as my kids have now both gone off to college. Well, one graduated and I've had to learn how to, Oh, how do I get new friends and, and get new communities? And, and I have to put myself out there again and do things like that so that I have things to do. It's not that hard. It's just a matter of putting myself out there again and, and making an effort. So the more you focus on the good and do these kinds of things, the higher vibrating people and you get to attract really great quality people into your life. Really, it's a privilege, the kind of people that you get to attract when you're focusing on the good and you know the universe is friendly, the future is friendly and you focus and you and you concentrate your attention that way. I loved uh, the message of hope that Eric, the trainer, gave on last week's episode about how during the uh, period like we've just been going through in our history, there's so much artistic and just oh, listen to his episode. It was so motivating. Anyway, but I love when people say, oh, I should be further along right now. Like, says who? On whose timeline? I My father, in his last 15 years, accomplished more as far as giving back and doing for others and, and having people feel heard and seen because that's really what people want. They want to feel heard and seen. And I don't know, everyone... Felt like they were special. That's the message that kept coming back. So, I mean, I did, of course, because I was his daughter. So, but everyone felt like that. So, I want to know there must be a formula for it. And when I find out what it is, I'm going to tell you because I know if you put down your cell phone and when you're having a conversation, that definitely helps people feel heard and seen. But there's some way he did it that really made people feel special. So, I'm not sure exactly what he said to people that. They all felt like they really had that special connection with him. That many people, but I want to know when you're talking to somebody, you're hundred percent there and you ask a lot of questions and you genuinely listen, but there's something else. Maybe you say, this is just between us. If you say that, maybe that makes them feel special. You can tell me what you think it is that there's got to be something where this many people think they have a special connection. But anyway, I should be further along by now. I I mean, I just don't buy that at all because like who says there's no timeline? You're exactly where you're supposed to be when you're there. There just is no such thing. Everybody goes through hard times. Everybody goes through really hard times. And I don't think we'd appreciate the good times if we didn't go through those hard times. But when we're in the hard times, you you can't hear that. I sure can't. And so, but you don't have to go through any of them alone ever. That's why we have community. That's why it's important you have connection. And that's why it's important you tell somebody when you're going through it. That's what all these episodes, 101 episodes are about. What people's hard times have been, how they got through them and a message of hope. And there's been some really hard times that people have gone through. I mean, we all go through them. This podcast comes from my own dark night of the soul and it. It was bad. It was bad. I'm not going to act like it wasn't, but it's not the darkest time of my entire life. That was decades ago and I'm still here. So there's a reason I'm here. And so there's a reason you're here too. Everyone has their own unique handprint and you're special. It's not like, oh, I shouldn't be here. That was always my thing. I didn't know why I'd been born. I really, I just didn't feel like I fit in anywhere. And so when I have those feelings, I know they're going to pass. I just do. I know they're going to pass when I think, oh, no one loves me. I'm all alone. That's not true. I have a wealth of friends. And so I have a choice. I can look at the that feeling like, oh, no one loves me or... I can go, oh my gosh, I have a family, I have friends, I have so many people who love me. So I can listen to the negative self-talk or I can look at the truth and I can do a gratitude list really quick. That is the fastest way to get out of that negative self-talk. And I can make a list of everything I'm grateful for. I mean, I have my husband, my kids, my friends, I have my dogs, I have a place to live. I have a podcast that I get to record and I hopefully can give a message of hope to somebody. If I help one person, it's worth it. And I help people in my law practice. I get to help people all over. And that's what lifts me up. And there's so many things. I have electricity. I can put my feet in the ground and do grounding. I can go walk around the block that I can walk. There's the list, it can be the minutia. If you go all the way back to Amanda Payton's episode, one of the very first ones, and she was sure she's never gonna act. Every time she gets an acting job, she's never gonna act. Oh, you should listen to it and then see how many series she's been on since that episode. And she talks about just doing the dishes, get up and just putting the dishes in the dishwasher when she's just completely down. And uh, she's gotten married and bought a house since that episode, by the way, besides everything else that she's done. It's really fun to see where people are since their last episode. Doing a gratitude list will get you out of the negative self-talk very, very quickly. That's another one of the tools. So I'm grateful and thankful that I'm exactly where I'm supposed to be in my life and visualize. Take, you know what? Visualize where you want to be, your biggest dreams, make it even bigger, be it Angela Manuel Davis. Can you see where you're supposed to be? Can you see it? If you can see it, it's not big enough because we all have dreams and uh, we all have our own path and we'll get there when we get there. Focus on the good, make a list of all the positive aspects of any situation you're in right now and surround yourself with positive people. Practice the positive self-talk and get outside. Being inside is, not good. Take it from me. <laughs> take it from me. Somebody who works inside all day. I try to get outside a couple times a day. I mean, I just went and met somebody yesterday just to get outside. I, I had something of hers and she wanted to come by and get it. I go, let me take it to you just so I could get outside. It's a problem. I love my work, but it's all done inside. So the other thing is to breathe. I hear how fast I'm talk, starting to talk. So breathe, take deep breaths, breathe. If nothing else, I would say the gratitude list and the taking the breath are probably the best things. You're not alone. Being in community around other like-minded people is going to help when your head starts in on you. Let it out and then you can let it go because none of it's true. The problems happen when you keep things all bottled up inside. The, I don't want to burden anyone. I don't want to tell anyone what will they think. They have their own stuff. I Yeah, you're busy. I really, I don't want to tell them. That's when it dominoes into all kinds of other things and other topics in your head. It just takes a nanosecond for it to go from one like, oh, I'm stupid. I have nothing to wear. I'm fat. I'm this. A nanosecond. I mean, it takes one to know one. It takes a nanosecond for our heads to just take off. And it's not worth it. It's just not worth it. So first you have to recognize, oh my gosh, my head's taken off. So it takes actually noticing. And once you notice it, say, oh, there it goes. And you can stop, breathe, smile, laugh at yourself. (laughs) We all do it. I have to say, I haven't called myself stupid in years. I mean, my whole refrain was I'm the dumb one in the family. I'm the dumb one in the family. My brain is never going to like, I just thought my brain had atrophied. I didn't think I could take anything in when I started going to college. <laughs> and, you know, it's a muscle. It just needed some exercise. And and I, I did fine. I did very well in college and the law school. You know, I mean, like nothing we tell ourselves is true. You can do anything you want in life. I just heard about somebody who Was going to go on antidepressants. I'm not getting into a whole antidepressants thing, but instead she took 30 days and put up positive affirmations all over her room in her house. And she repeated them out loud for 30 days. And she went back to the doctor and she didn't need them. And I just find that just so heartening. We can be our own Lifter uppers and uh, surround yourself with other people who are going to do that for you. I mean, everybody knows stories of people who have been on the verge of death through cancer and cured themselves. I mean, the near-death experiences and all of that, my kids used to hate. I I would always play the one. Anita Morjani, she's so well-spoken and she's funny and and she, it's proven. I mean, she was on her deathbed and she's written books and everything else. She's so good and so uplifting and I just love her, but she was in the throes of cancer and in very bad shape. So anyway, we can cure ourselves. And one other thing I really want to say is there's no end game here. Enjoy the journey. I know I've mentioned it. I'm working now on a TED Talk And I'm not focused on the Ted talk. I'm just trying to enjoy this application process. And I have to make a one minute video, which is I've never worked so hard on one minute in my life. (laughs) They're not good, okay? I'm not gonna, I'm not trying to sugarcoat or doing negative self-talk. My one minute videos are just not, they're not, they look like I'm reading and I'm not reading. I just look like that when I'm doing them. I have no idea why. So I just laugh at myself and I keep remaking them. I've probably made over a hundred one minute videos by now. (laughs) It's part of the application process. So I just laugh at myself. It's, you know, there's no end game here. You know, just enjoy the journey. And if you can't laugh at yourself, you know, life is to be taken lightly. I, there's Auschwitz survivors who are still alive and they're interviewed and you talk to them, they're like, if I'm still here, there's a reason and that I'm supposed to be here and I'm just going to enjoy it. And I'm going to laugh because it, we have to laugh. It's just so important. So surround yourself with people who make you laugh and it's, don't let your head tell you otherwise. You're great. You're great. You have a unique handprint. You're here for a reason and you have something to give to so many people. Everyone does. You're not an exception. You have something so beautiful to give. So give yourself that patience, give yourself compassion, give yourself grace and give yourself love. You are so lovable. Yeah, Keep going. Just keep going. You're amazing. You've got this. You do. If you want to know why you self-sabotage or how or anything like that, there's a quiz on the website. Want to know if you self-sabotage? <laughs> anyway, that's at 52weeksohope.com, the number 52 com. So there's also an imposter syndrome quiz, but that you don't need to take. I mean, you know if you have imposter syndrome, but there's a quiz about self-sabotage. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode and take with you the messages of kindness, compassion, and self-confidence. Such great messages for you to take into your week ahead. Be sure to tune in next week for physician life coach and mom, Maggie Kang. Do you ever feel stuck or run down full of guilt? Maggie definitely understands after spinning uncontrollably, she finally sought help and learned how to turn obstacles into opportunities and how to create a new narrative. She now teaches you how to do the same. You get to ditch all your what-if scenarios and get aligned with your best self and create your new story as well. That's next week. If you haven't already, please send any feedback on our website at 52weeksofhope.com. If you're enjoying the podcast, tell two of your friends. I'm Lauren Abrams. Thanks for listening.